Listen, I eat McDonald's food. So Ooh. we're on a fucking timer. We are on a timer. <laughs> Either this shit's going to take place in Tremont on the home turf, or you're going to have some plumbing problems for a while. Ah. Hi, I'm Brian J.L. Glass, co-creator of the Mice Templar, Cadence Lark is Furious, and the upcoming Brian J.L. Glass's Dark Spaces. And you're listening to Comic Book Rehab. Hi, I'm Paul. Hi, Hi Paul. Paul. I am joined by Dave the Chocolate-y. Chocolate Hat, the Chocolatey Porter Hatter. Just call me fucking Willy Wonka. Wow. Oompa Loompa, motherfucker. More like Willy Finisher of you without getting angry? No one? All right. I mean, he threw away food. It's 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 kind of a... I'm kind of bummed you into the X-Men We're in a, book, like a, though. Bizarre when world. When the last time I got to harass Dave for an X Men review? Well, you didn't harass me the whole fucking twelve run in between uh, uh, Blue and Gold finished up and House started. So. No, because Matthew Rosenberg did a great job, right? Does he need to talk in? Yeah, okay. Is it not close enough? Yeah, I can't right. see it behind the screen. Is that better? Better. Okay. Better. Cool. All right, Parquet. and we're also joined by. Irritable Jimmy Kimmel Live. I'm not irritable. He's tired. Your, your, your bowels oh. will be. My bowels will be. <laughs> yeah. I, I, oh, IBS Jimmy Kimmel. And, and, now, and now, <laughs> now I'm throwing beer on top of it, so. It just starts to go. And. Um, messy Josh. Messy Josh. Spilled sure. a beer just like the Hatter. And we're going to try to talk about some comic books that came out on the 17th? 17th, day before my birthday. 17th of February. What? what, 2021, year of our Lord. Yes. All right, and we're going to start off with the big crossover event, King in Black number four. I predict this will be Jimmy Kimmel's pick of the week. Uh, I think that's a fair bet. Um, what do you say, Josh? Are we going to start a poll? Jim, this is Jimmy's pick of the week. I, it almost seems too obvious that it's it's. I'm not I'm not going to bet any money. Well, well, then what is it? I have no idea. I don't know what else you read. Well, there's my list. Um, it's not this. You can probably figure it out. Iron Man number six. <laughs> nice. Um. If you've hit mm. DC, you've gone too far. <laughs> mm, I mean, I it would, it would uh, I don't know. I guess it would be King in the King in yeah King, King in, in the, the Black. Black King in the Black King in Black or Thor, but uh, I don't know. We'll see. All right. So um, so we find out this, pretty much where this was good. This, this is was really, really good. good. Um, but we find out sort of how we're going to be getting, I guess, to defeat Null. We find out the light. We find out yes, what the light. What the light is supposed to be against? Um, what the light is supposed to be against? Um, the King in Black. Which leave it to Kate to make something like that relevant again. That's all right. My Micronauts number eight's just going I up. I said that on the way down. I said I gotta go back and look and see if I got that mail away when it was offered. I, do you remember, like back in the eighties and nineties, they had the the Captain. When they made Spider-Man. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. They had that one, they, too. They had yeah. that one you had to mail away for. Yeah. But I probably, even in my original collection, I should have. I Because I collected Micronauts when it came out. I have a bunch of Micronauts. And it was the thing. I, I wasn't even in. Now. I wasn't even in. I didn't. I couldn't afford the toys. Um, but it's like, for some reason, I had the books. <laughs> it was just like I kept reading them. I think that had a lot of the Michael Golden art, too, which was really good. Yeah. And I really liked. So, but uh, yeah, Captain Planet's going to be our lights uh, to uh, take out. Uh, Captain Planet? Earth, uh, uh, wind, fire, water, and heart. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Can Captain, you play by Don uh, Cheadle? 
Yeah. <laughs> you, do you want to try Captain, that again there, Paul? Captain Universe? Captain, Captain Universe, Universe, yeah. See, I, I have no fucking idea what the hell that is. No clue. Seriously. I only started reading Marvel... Like regularly, I, I think everybody when in the, we started, yeah, but I think podcast. everybody in the Marvel Marvel universe has worn the Captain Universe uh, suit. When Spider Man wore it, when Hulk wore it, um, within the last three years, no, no, not okay, the last exactly. Years. Then I have no yeah. fuck, I have no fucking idea. This means nothing to me. I did like the I did like the part where uh, Cyclops and um, oh. Sue Storm and yeah. and uh, well, and, yeah, uh, the X Men show up in this. Drossel, uh Captain Strange, kind of. They channel the they channel the powers of earth, wind, fire, and heart, and water, um, and they 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 summon Captain Planet, which is Namor. Uh, that was cool. I mean, this is very it's a very cinematic book. Absolutely, Ryan Stegman is is doing a wonderful job with this. Uh, I could not care less about Jean Grey. The only thing I that I I liked about that part is is the the memes I saw online where they're like where he shows up and they they ch- they they ch- change the word bubbles to say. No, you're gay, because that's what she did <laughs> to to Iceman back when Bendis was writing that book, and they made <laughs> Iceman gay. I'm like, oh shit, that's how they're gonna beat him. They're gonna make him gay. That was funny. I'll be and honest that's unrelated with you. to the book. Paul Paul hyped it up like, oh wait, till, wait, he see who yeah. the light is. And I seen Jean Grey. I put the book down. I'm like, well, because no. they make you no, ma- no, they make your no, book- <laughs> that's not fucking the light. No, they, they, they make and you it wasn't. think for a while <laughs> yeah. that it's the Phoenix Force. They do, they definitely. That's who I yeah. thought it was going to be. The, the, the way they describe it, and you know, it, it's yep. That's exactly who I thought. Especially when Jean Grey showed up, I was like, okay, well, that's stupid as fuck. And then I was like, oh, it's this other thing that you have no idea what it is. And I'm like, oh, okay. Well, you need to do some research there, son. I'm not going to. <laughs> so, uh, if I remember correctly, Captain Universe was the century before there was the century. Yeah, pretty much. Like yeah. he, he was their answer to the OP yeah, Superman type character. One of their answers in the OP Superman type character, because yeah. there's yeah. like ten of them now. Yeah, because you have Squadron Supreme. Squadron Supreme. You have the Hyperion. You have yeah. Century. You have um, Howard the Duck. Yes, totally. What Superman. Well, you know what? I think Howard the Duck had the Captain. He Union. did. Yes, he did. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, we find out how Eddie's body's at least going to be used to come back, and for that reason, it's my runner-up. Oh! Well, I told you fucking... I told you. All right. Or, well, he's, or then, he's just uh, waiting to change his mind last minute. From one Donnie Cates book to There another. we go. There we why, go. Why wouldn't we stick with the King of Black stuff? Because I don't have any more... Isn't King this King of Black? Thor no. isn't. No. Oh, well, okay. Then, I hi, thought it was. Hi, I'm Jimmy. Hi, right. Jimmy. King of Black. Planet of the Symbiotes, number two. All right, so this is an anthology. Yeah, and you know, and I didn't I realize what... that. But you know what I found out? Two what, things today. What did you find today out? I found this out. I found it out that there is a USA kaiju, which is Todd Ziller. <laughs> uh, really? <laughs> yeah. I was wondering. The Not same. even hiding it. Todd Ziller. He is a fucking kaiju for the USA. It was a super soldier serum gone wrong. You you laugh at that for that reason and that joke alone. This is my pick of the week. <laughs> well, and and it's a super soldier serum gone wrong. He turns into a fucking Godzilla, and and but he's got like. A flag on his scales in the front. It's fucking it, it's great. amazing. It is written by Mark Bernardin. <laughs> Do you know who that is? I have an idea. That is the guy that is on the podcast with Kevin Smith on the Fat Man Beyond. It used yeah. to be Fat Man on Batman, but now it's Fat Man Beyond. And I found that out today because they were talking, and Kevin's like, their podcast dropped yesterday, and they're like, and Kevin's like, hey, I saw your name on some Marvel books. And he's like, yeah, I did this thing. And he's like. I'll be honest with you. When I finished that story, I'm like, this is such a Josh. Like, I thought this was going to be Josh's pick of the week. It's not mine. But, like, for the it being so self-aware of the just. Well, and that's the whole thing. So the only thing this Kaiju says is 
U.S.A. He just shouts it like uh, every time he does uh, yeah, something. I'm not reading any of the King of Black tie-ins. So oh, my God, it's, any, it's any, an oversized uh, hack. Now, the art's really great in it, actually. Oh, and absolutely. and all it is is just it, he's just tearing down fucking buildings and, you know, symbiotes as he says, and symbiotes and dragons. But he's also like, okay, I, this is what I do, but at what cost? And he's having this whole, oh, it is fucking... It's. It was actually really. I did. I read it and then found out that Bernard read it. I. I didn't. Well, or wrote it. I, I read it and I'm going through. I'm like, man, is this a Godzilla ripoff? And I'm like, what is this guy's name again? I went Todd. Todd Ziller. Like, oh my god, that's fucking great. Uh, did you read the other though? The uh, second one. The second one was. Was that the Scream story? Or was that the first one? The Scream story. The first issue was the Scream story. Oh yeah. Which is why when we got to this, I'm like, I don't. Did I read the first one? I did, and it was it was the scream one. The, oh, no, oh, it was oh, a the second up. one it, was Prowler. Yeah, it was Prowler. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was good. Was, yeah, that well, one was good too. Yeah. So this was actually um, this actually was a pretty uh, yeah. I mean, cool it's, it's kind of a snapshot of okay. Here's some obscure characters in the Marvel universe. Here's but how also dealing with here's how what's they're going dealing on. with all this, which is pretty cool. Yep, really really liked it. All right, any other King in Black there, Mr.? Uh, no. Okay. All right. All right. Now, now, now you can go you, to the other Donny Cates book. All right. On to the other Donny Cates book. Thor number 12. So we find out that uh, he actually, Simon Walterson wasn't Beta Ray Oh, Bill. no. This is Throg. Yeah. This is Throg. Throg's alter. Or that was who Throg, Throg was. was. Yeah. I loved this. This was, this was great. fucking awesome. This is absolutely my pick of the week. I fucking yeah. I read this twice this week. This I, was yeah. anything with oh, Throg. This I'm was sorry. fucking I love Throg. I do. It was fucking great. Um yeah. I like the comedy, any of, the I love lockjaw. I love any of the Asgardian animals. Yeah. Like I love Thori. I love He was but but Throg was fucking <laughs> awesome. Oh my, god. oh my god, he totally kicking Donald Blake's ass. When when he eats him and then just Rides. <laughs> what what does he call his Mjolnir? Frognir. Yeah. <laughs> like he just fucking takes out a tooth with it. <laughs> oh, this is so good. And then the end, Jane's like, "Okay, I know where we need to go." Like, and fuck, kicks open a bar and let's go. Gets, gets another Asgardian animal, Mister yeah. Horse, yep. who is my who favorite. Apparently, has beef with uh, Lockjaw. He has, listen, if you've read any of he, has beef, with, with he has beef everybody. with fucking everybody. Everybody. He has something to bitch about. <laughs> I don't dr- know what his accent is. I don't I don't think it's English. I think and I don't think it's, it's Scottish. It's almost Cockney, I think. For horse? I, I haven't pl- I have I haven't been able to place it. I probably, Are they doing the it, it might be old, like Northern English or something like that? I'm thinking they're doing the old school Shakespearean Thor speak that's they, no, they, no, which that. they did not do originally with Thor. That only it's, happened like later. It's yeah. honestly like a a blend between English and like kind of it, it Nordic. Could, yeah. It could be like it's a Welsh or yeah. It might it might even be Welsh, but but it's one of the Valkyries still, that yeah, has. He's he's basically he's basically. Right. Willie, yeah. Well, well, James the groundskeeper. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. He, just, well, he, he just, just picks everybody. a fight with everyone. Um, but yeah. Uh, Valkyrie ends up riding Mr. Horse off into distant worlds, and she finds um, the dad from uh, God Country. I mean, Odin. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much the same. Yeah. But uh, Donald Blake also starts attacking the Tree of Life, which I think that's how they're going to set Thor free. Well, it begins to bleed down into the realm that Thor is trapped in. Well, that's inside the tree, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, so uh, this was really good. It was good. Yep. Um, hi, I'm Josh. Hi, hi Josh. Josh. Black Cat number, or I'm sorry, Black Widow. Black number Widow five. number five. Uh, this, oh, man. this was good. Mm. You didn't like it? I loved this series up until this issue because the last one had some serious fucking consequences. It was three months ago the last issue came out. Um, yeah, which, which I I was like, like I had to ago, try but, to remember. But it ended. It ended with her sort of fake family but they were actually real being killed by a rocket launcher that just blew them both up her her husband and her her child were killed and then this one's like oh by the way they were just holograms and now she's going to go on a revenge spree against the people that did this and she 
take so basically they just made it irrelevant exactly well it's like, holy, yeah like but i didn't like holy okay. shit there's some real fucking stakes here and it kind of leads up with that like yes because it left off that their family dragged out by winter soldier and the Hawkeye house blew up right is that how the last the house one is on fire and they, yeah, they, they okay. pulled her out and they escape but winter soldier's missing and then uh hawkeye hawkeye has probably one of the funniest moments in this book where he's like look maybe this is inappropriate but it really hurts my feelings that I wasn't part of your fake life. And she's like, my whole family's fucking dead. He's like, yeah, but, you know, your son's name was Steve. Your husband's name was James. Your 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 cat's name was Logan. You didn't have a fish named Clint or something like that? It was like... Yeah. It was perfect Hawkeye, or at least modern Hawkeye. And uh, she ends up basically taking down the people that went after her. And, but they um, say because Winter Soldier's missing. So she Winter had Soldier this... goes back up and is like, look... They're in a place. I'm not going to tell you. She's like, don't tell me where they are. The hologram worked great. And it's basically saying that they never died. And Winter Soldier actually helped them escape. They knew they were going to be attacked. And they're off somewhere. So that she had control of the situation. If you know where they are, then then their lives are in jeopardy. See, I liked it because she had control. They are real or they're not real? They're They're real. real, Yeah, they're real. And they are alive. But they're her fake family. But they are are put somewhere where she's never going to know where they are. And they don't matter. So they are basically dead. To her, this was, she knows they're they're alive, but she has no fucking idea where they are. So the whole thing was this was a big plot with our arcade and, and arcade and, and and Red Guardian. And this yeah. is Red Guardian by apparently. Daniel Slot, Brian no. Michael Bendis. No, no, trust no. me, all kind of bullshit. No, this actually the first four this is actually fucking great. This was actually this really one, good. Yeah. This one, I mean, it was still good, but that part where they're like, oh, they're actually not dead, but they're so far away from you that you'll never find them, and they're inconsequential at this point. And then that's just like, oh. okay. Okay, the cat's still around. She got to keep the cat, Logan. Yeah. But um, she ends up basically pulling a daredevil at the end where she's like, oh, I can't go around killing people anymore. I got to be better. And then she just jumps off a building. And and they're going to be another. Yeah, which there's going to be another arc. I mean, arc. Yeah. Four out of five issues were stellar. And this one was kind of a letdown just because the stakes were like raised significantly. And then they were just everyone got the carpet pulled out from underneath them a little bit. At least that's how I sounds like a big letdown to me. It was. It was. Uh, it hurt that this was bad issue. Iron Man six. Okay. So I caught up on Iron Man, and through number five, I'm like, you know what? This is great. Fuck, do the wheels come off of it this week? <laughs> Just couldn't keep it together, could they? I don't know. I still, I'm, I'm still enjoying the art. I'm enjoying the writing. You know. But, but now they're fucking. Corvax is going to space, and he needs a spaceship. And oh, we're all off the rails now. Just but. totally off. Like, well, okay, so, so is it Snyder? I off did the rails? No, no. Yeah, well, well, it might be going that way because I. You're right. I did have a slight problem with Tony's neck is being is broken, and then like the helmet's holding it together, and he's still gonna get ready to fight. I'm like. Ah, come on! That's a little too much now, isn't it? <laughs> but I don't know. I don't, we'll, we'll oh, and I need the best medical staff on standby when this is all yeah. When this is all over, because once a helmet comes off, I'm fuck yeah. I, I, have I, I, live I, I mean, I guess the whole concept of Iron Man is pretty preposterous, but yeah. But I guess that's how they explain him not upgrading his armor and taking this with kind of outdated armor, and then Rhodes shows up. Yep. Which was weird because I didn't know he was lost until they're like, oh, Rhodes has been lost forever. I'm like, oh, apparently Rhodes was lost. And then like three pages later, he shows up like, hey, I'm back. <laughs> yeah, you're not doing this thing. Yeah, I am. No, I'm you're not. i with you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. So still, the writing's it's still, still good. good, but the story's just gone a little bit. And I don't like how they're making Corvax look exactly like fucking Kang. Like more and more each week. <laughs> so, Alrighty. Seeing as high, the immortal Hulk. Hi, I'm Dave. Hi, hi princess. princess. But that's your fault. Yeah, I know. No, wait, you did Thor. Yeah, yeah I he, know. Did, he didn't do the hi, Dave thing. Yeah. Well, that, who, that's our fault. I don't think he was blaming us. He just said he literally took full responsibility. So now I'm fucking taking the Immortal Hulk. Fuck you. (laughs) Immortal Hulk and Flatline by Declan Shavley, both art and story. Yes, this is one of the good. This is really good. good. I really enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah, these one shots. This is a one shot, but this feels like it like fits into the like. Well, that's the idea. Yeah. 
yeah. there are self-contained stories in between the stories of or, or just in part of the yeah. immortal hulk world and and stuff so the, but. the, the go between between or the, the back and forth between um uh the, the old lady what, what no- the heck? noonan noonan dr noonan dr noonan and the immortal hulk like what are you gonna do hit me and then she just like freaking flattens him was great. I, yeah. I absolutely thoroughly enjoyed this. Yeah, this, this yeah, was I mean, super I kinda, good. I kind of liked how dude. There was a really good uh, sequence here. It starts in the beginning with with a banner saying that you know depression is just anger anger focused inward. And when you when you have the the Hulk who is pure anger, then what do you think I feel? And then basically when he's squaring well, off with Noonan, she's like, "Look, you hear everything Banner hears, but do you ever listen to Banner?" And it gives you a sequence where the 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 shift of where where Hulk wakes up, it's Banner committing suicide every time. Right. Because um, uh, I think at one point Banner says, "No, the Hulk can't die." But I die. I every die every day. day. Yeah. And then we get that one page where Hulk wakes up at the bottom of a cliff with a pile of blood. Another one, he's waking up next to a car that's hit well, a tree. And it, and it starts off with Banner saying he never knows where he's going to wake up or what destruction was in his rear view. And what I loved about this when it ends, the Hulk leaves him close. Mm-hmm. So the Hulk starting to listen. I think th- I did find it funny how so he's basically in the middle of nowhere trying to keep a, a low profile and he's working as a dishwasher, and he's like, "Yeah, I mostly spend most of my money on purple pants. So they're hard to come by." <laughs> this was really this. Um, this is my runner-up for Feather League. It's gonna be Hon- oh man, honestly, There's, for how good uh, this week was, this might not crack my top five. Really, I mean. This is that's uh, it's my pick of the week. There were two. There were two I, I'm not going to argue with it. This, with, with this, no, I'm not going to argue with suicide, and this was the literally. One. There's ten books this week that if you told yeah, me pick the, of the week, this is the, did this one have the uh, call hotline at the end? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think. Which was also pretty cool. Yeah. So, I think. You, I think uh, is this the last one? one? I, I think it is. So. Dave, this was a book for you. X-Men Legends number one. Sorry, I missed it. Um, Is there time travel? Yes. It, of course. It's an X-Men It's an book. X-Men book. So, actually, this story takes place after X-Men 39 from 1991. And that's where we go to. Wow. It's that type. Look, Xavier's in a wheelchair. An actual wheelchair or the hover chair? No, uh, the hover chair, I think. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, shit. Where the hell is it? Because I was like, oh, look at that. It is the hover chair. It's the hover chair. So um, this was, again, well, This would be fans... shortly after uh, Jaden Scott's wedding then. Because that was. 39. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah, actually yeah, yeah, 32. Yeah. Was it 32 or 40? No, no, it no, wasn't 30. 40. Okay. It was in the 30s. Oh, no, it was 30. Was it 30? Yeah, the wedding. Yeah. the wedding's 30. So, but anyway, yeah. Um, Again, fans of that era of, like I said, put it in my box. Yeah, it was it was really cool. It was um, good for what it was. I love a good X We are on to DC, and future state still going on, kitties. Yep. So um, uh, I'm going to start off time for with me to check out Superman Worlds of War because I might, the arc- I might go leave a future state book in his fucking <laughs> toilet. <laughs> the art. Was fucking amazing in the Superman story. Yes, yeah. I it mean, was unbelievably good. I have the same problem I had with the first issue on this one, where but it's still... in the first issue we had like ninety percent was not Superman until the very end, and this one we had a lot of Superman, but he has like two words of dialogue, and he's just in the background while the girl that... from the from the from from Earth is just reading a, a, a Clark Kent report of of what of makes a, of somebody a, of, a, of a guy who. Was a veteran. Died a nobody, yeah. but lived a fulfilled life. And you get to learn what his life was. See, I actually kind of like that. It was, yeah, I mean, it wasn't I thought that was, I thought that was cool. I think of the two issues, this one was definitely better. But show me the guy doing stuff instead of Superman then. I cared a lot. I cared a lot about the guy that he was writing about, but uh-huh. we didn't get to see the guy at all. No. Um, and... Meanwhile, Superman is on uh, War World, and uh, he's fighting in the the gladiatorial arena. And instead of fighting his opponents, he's breaking their chains 
in hopes that... Because the whole story is about this guy who died destitute, homeless, and a nobody that nobody would, would admire. But Clark Kent wrote a story about him where he still fought for people that would not fight for him. And the parallel is that Superman is on War World fighting to free the prisoners rather than against them so that at some point maybe they'll rebel against Mongol and Superman can get the fuck out of there. Because apparently Mongol has the ability to kill Superman and resurrect him 10,000 times. Yeah. And he's trying to do that to to brainwash Superman into going back to Earth and killing everyone he's ever saved. So. All right. I mean, I'll read the next one. Art's great. Art's great. Oh, is there another one or is this it? I thought this was it. This is it? All right. Well, then I won't be reading another one. Yeah, I think this is it. Thank God. Um, Nope. To be continued in Future Saint Superman House of L number one. Oh, that's right. It's in House of L. Okay. That's right. I didn't read the two others. And that came out. That will be out next week. Yep. So I guess we will talk about it then. Uh, the next Batman, number four. This finally ends, and thank goodness. Do we find out what the magistrate was? No. All right. Then I probably... Uh... No, not at all. On the Black Label, it, it, Bat it was Cat very, number three. It was Art very disappointing. On the Black Label, Bat Cat number three. Three. Written by uh written by Tom King, art by Clay Mann. This was this really book, fucking. This book great. was ass. It was ass? Yes. Because you mean, you ass mean, on, you mean ass on every page. Selena Kyle's page. Selena Kyle's ass? Every page has You know what that ass. is? That's a great ass. <laughs> it is. True story. Alright, that page didn't have ass. I'm counting. <laughs> You're counting all the pages that have ass? Well, technically, technically, it had Joker's ass on it. Nope, he's facing the camera the whole time. Oh, is he? I thought he spun around once. Um, <laughs> a lot of ass. 50% of the pages are ass. So, good book, though. I, I, I love how in the future, they're all finding out about the Joker's death and... They're gonna go investigate it. And well, you her, get the daughter of yeah, Helen Cat and Bat is is, is Bat. like, look, I I kind of know the it's new Batgirl. Yeah. Find yeah. out, and then... Dick is now the commissioner of Gotham City PD. Is anyone surprised? Yep, and they are, and they're actually getting jurisdiction of this because Joker's crimes centered around Gotham. Gotham. So I don't think that's how jurisdiction works. I'm well, and the whole thing I like is like Catwoman did this thing, and she's like still kind of all right, well, what do you know? And it's just like, oh, well, what do you think? You know, like, it's it's almost well, no, like... I, Helena Wayne is like, look, I have a really good feeling it's you, Mom, and if we find out, you know, you're going to suffer the consequences. And, and Catwoman's just, like, completely ignoring everything like, she's doing. You know what this is? And just like, she's like, all yeah, this, so I all, all uh, this... became the wealthiest woman in the world. And, and you're one day going to get it when yeah. I pass away. I fucking loved it. And you know what this is very reminiscent of? Every fucking murderous villain in a Columbo fucking uh, TV movie of the week. It's like the same thing where it's like Columbo's just keeps asking these questions because, you know, he fucking knows it's this guy. And the whole time it's it's very reminiscent of that, which was really cool. Uh, runner up for Pick well, of the I, week. I really liked how uh, I, I the, mean, the Joker, the, the Joker basically says, look, I'm going to gas a bunch of people. But if you tell oh, Bruce, cur- current day, yeah, he's gonna know that you're working with me, or at least, you know, not killing me or or bringing me in, and you basically have to decide: Are you just gonna let these people die so you can keep your secret, or are you gonna tell him and re- and expose the fact that you're not as trustworthy as you, as you seem to be? I, I love how he's doing all that, and then you find out it's him like crammed into this little yeah. fucking safe. She cracks the safe to steal some jewelry, and as she opens it, his hand pops out with the jewelry, like here you go. And then he's wearing like a money suit or whatever. It was really this was a really good issue. You can say what you want about Tom King, but the man writes a good Joker book, and Clayman draws a great ass. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Th- that's definitely my DC pick of the week. <laughs> this is the only thing you read. <laughs> All right, on to independence. Are we gonna? Um, what do you want to start with? Um, from those no longer 
dickheads at Aftershock. I was going to say, I think somebody is going to give a favorable review to they, an Aftershock Listen, book. I've been given favorable reviews. They're still, they were still fuckheads, but <laughs> they, they more had, on that Meteor. Meteor, we're, we have a big uh, announcement. Shadow Doctor number one um, by, Josh is pulling it up here. Peter Calloway, art um, by... Peter Calloway is the big name because <laughs> it's actually the story of his grandfather. This is a real life story. So it starts with a uh, young black man in the early 1920s that's running uh, illegal whiskey. And they get ambushed and he makes it out of it. And he says how that day is kind of the thing that made him become a doctor. He's telling this years later on his deathbed. Shoot ahead to, I think, 1931. Eight years later, he becomes yep. a doctor. And he can't... They're, they're, he's there at a hospital for an interview, and they're like, well, where is this this guy? Oh, he's not here. Oh, so he's late. No, no, he's just not here because... He's he, not allowed to sit in the waiting room. And then they bring him in, and they're like, look, you have the great... The, like, you're overqualified qualified for any job, but, but we can't hire can't you. Can't hire you because you're black. It's nothing personal. No, no bank can give him a loan because he's black. So he ends up going back to his old crew and they're like, oh, the boss would love to see you. And as they make their way up the elevator, they talk about the boss and all his nicknames. And the last one being the one that he hated most, Scarface. And it's Al Capone. Cool. This was fucking excellent. It was really good. I I really enjoyed this. Um, If you like, again, you like that Depression era kind of mobster stories, this is going to be a good one. Again, it's based. I don't know if it's solely based in truth. I'm sure there's going to be some artistic liberties, but again, it's going to be a cool Al Capone story with this, you know, and he does call himself a doctor. So eventually I guess he does practice medicine. So yeah. Well, I don't think you need to practice medicine to become, I think he just graduated from medical school and became a doctor. Just, I don't know if he ever had a practice. Well, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. There's a, there's a, a real chunky amount of information about the guy, the writer and his family in the back. Too. Yeah, I, I want to read that back up again. I was trying to cram some books in. Um, uh, Red Planet number four. Uh, Barbarian, Bar- Barb Barb Alien. Alien, Red Planet number four. From uh, Dark Jeff Horse. Lemire, uh, from Dark Horse's Black Hammer Universe, or Jeff Lemire's Black Hammer Universe. Um, this is really good. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it deals with a lot of. I mean, has been, but it's dealing a lot with the the struggles of of the people during sort of the AIDS epidemic. Um, So this kind of reminds me of kind of an X-Men book, just because the way they portray the persecution and everything. Yeah. Of course, it's not Nazis or the X-Gene. It's uh, homosexuals and AIDS, AIDS. but man, is this fucking good. But But, but essentially, the, the bounty hunter from Mars... Is there looking for uh, Mark Marks, who is Barbalian, and he knows he's disguising himself as a cop. A cop, but also he knows that he's in homosexual relationships. So he's going around disguising himself as a cop and just gunning down homosexuals in hopes that one of them is going to end up being Mark Marks. So um, his uh, his partner, uh, Barbalian's human partner, is um, a big activist. Like, he's out, you know, leading all the protests and stuff, and ultimately they have an argument. Um, and and, he, and he's trying to tell him a secret, and he's like, listen, it doesn't matter. At first he thinks he gave him eight. eight yeah. And he's like, oh, thank God, nothing else matters. He's like, no, it does, and he changes, and the guy's still like, well, fuck, that doesn't change anything. Yeah. Um, he ends up then becoming the cop again rather than the boyfriend, and uh, when he goes back to the... Uh, the precinct, they're like, well, where, where, where have you been? But anyway, some of these victims have had plasma burns on them and shit like that, and um, he realizes pretty much all the other cops are big homophobes and stuff, and then he runs into the guy who's disguising himself as the cops, going around killing everyone, and uh, he blasts him with the plasma gun, and that's where we end that week. But I think I think the next one's the last issue. Um, but it's just, just sort of like, it, it sort of turns... The AIDS epidemic, like it, it, it gives it a face by giving it, you know, the, the the guy going around killing homosexuals, who's actually looking for Mark Marks, but like it kind of uh, makes him the bad guy. And it's almost like the cops sort of... are celebrating him as well. Yeah, like they're like, oh, it's 
because they're causing a lot of issues for yeah. the cops because they're holding all these protests and stuff. So the cops are kind of against them for multiple reasons, but um, real heavy stuff. Yeah, coming I mean, from Jeff Lemire. I mean, in this universe, which is, I mean, uh, hey, if he wants to use his universe for uh, to tell these kind of stories, it, it, they're great. I mean, I really enjoy this one so far. Yeah, but that's that's kind of always what comics sort of always yeah. did. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it, it's mm-hmm. a it's a big jump from like really. Well, I guess no. I mean, Jimmy's always done that. He, he yeah. told you we're on a time limit. <laughs> he did. He did uh, write right, a well, real gut wrenching cancer story too. So wrap it up, Susie. <laughs> <laughs> That was All your right. cue to stop. Um, From our friends at Boom. Once in Future, number 16. This was fun. This was good. <laughs> there goes... Ladies <laughs> 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 and gentlemen, Josh has left the building. Oh, Josh almost killed himself. <laughs> trying to get away. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> he couldn't make, could make it through the obstacle course. <laughs> Oh, my God. Jesus Christ, what did you do over there? And keep it, see, Dave, the heater has an air purifier. Apparently. We're safe. Yeah. <laughs> just doesn't get uh, over you there. Are for him to come back, or are you just going to continue? <laughs> I can't. I'm can't. Okay. Once in future, <laughs> number 16 from our friends at Boom. Um, this was amazing. This was really, this was really so, fucking good. This, this, is, this is the series at what it does best it keeps the tension keeps the action going even if we don't really have the authorian characters um in there yet and uh the back and forth where we start to find out about the other uh agent that talks to the girlfriend right they are girlfriend now right yeah they are yeah and um that that was that was fucking great. It almost reminded to, me of like Department of Truth yeah, kind of. And, shit. Then, yeah. and then the mo- the mom having to go back into the boiling water to get back to the Elseworld. Yeah. Um. But I I love what they did with the Lancelot character. Yeah. Um. I love I love Granny too. It's like, well, he's he's more handsome than all of them. He's just French. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean. It definitely, again, there was a little bit of a lull after the first arc ended because, again, it was supposed to be a mini. Well, now, but now we're definitely picking now up. They are, yeah. they are finding their stride in this. Yeah. Oh, seriously. absolutely. Yeah, this uh, this was uh, this was fantastic. Look, he's preparing to come back in. <laughs> he's not He's not yeah, there yet. What's a future, prepared. Josh? Did you, or you're not on that one, are you? I, I'm still. He's waiting for the trade. 15 issues behind. Okay. I'll catch up. All right. Anything else from Boom? No. I don't have anything from Boom. All right, on the image. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha ha. Ha ha. Number two, bitches. This was so dark. This it was, was a, such a dark story. This was amazing. Well, did you see the solicitations for, is it number four of this? No. It's a uh, it's an homage cover to Ice Cream Man number one, and it's going to be drawn by friend of the podcast. Martin. Martin Marazzo. 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 Oh. Nice. Yeah, well, think, you I know what? This number four. This one actually felt like his, like this could have been drawn this, by him, yes, big time. The uh, the artist on here, uh, Thorogood, very very Morazzo like, and yeah. actually captured that essence. But mm, I mean, I didn't like the art in this. I love the art in this. Really? I thought I thought it was a I I had I had Morazzo vibes yeah, a little yeah. bit. It wasn't Everyone quite as good. Real, just proportions looked off. It was it was it and it wasn't even like. A stylistic thing. There were some. There were some pages that just like, they look weird, like misshapen. I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't get into the art on this one. So it's pretty much a little girl's story on uh, how her crazy mom kind of kidnapped her. Well, well they really kidnapped her. The girl went with. Well, yeah. yeah, but yeah. He, okay, yeah, but it's still kidnapping. It's still. Yeah. It's still sort of a yeah. But it, but, we'd be getting an Amber Alert over yeah, this. Yeah, I mean, if, if you lured, if someone lured the kids into a van with candy, that's like, oh, but well, they went she, willingly. She's uh, turning tricks as it, a clown hooker. with clown, yeah. yeah, to raise money so they can make Get it to, to Funland, fun which is the amusement park from the first one, I believe. Yes. Yes. So, uh, yeah. As soon as I as soon as I seen that, I'm like, oh, well, Funland shut down. Yeah. Yeah. Fun, fun bill. Or Funville, yeah. Yeah. So I found this very similar to like almost 
Zombieland where that was supposed to be like yeah, the hey, yeah. Yeah. and it's like nope, not not at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a, there was sort of a little hey, let's go to that. Yeah, this is this is one of my favorite new series. And it looks uh, like, I agree. Looks like we're getting a mime next month. Yep. Yes. It, so it might be a Dave issue. No words. True story. He got uh, that joke. Look at that. He's on tonight. Uh, this is my pick of the week. I, uh, this I this 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 was this was phenomenal. Like Jimmy said, there's about ten books that somebody could say pick of the week, and nobody would argue with. Like Stillwater by Zardesky and Perez, number six. This was Zardes- this was good. Zardesky. 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 Could be. I can't get over this guy's fucking beard in this. So we find out more about. The kind of the Marines, yeah, the, the deputy, um, and we get that backstory in there, which was actually this is good to have this. We sort yeah. of needed this, I think. Yeah, because it left on that cliffhanger. That's like, well, who the fuck are these people? It's not really a cliffhanger. And kind of gives his backstory of how he got tied into this. He went, he left, and broke his own rules. Um, he's kind of like a hired hand for the mayor, for anyone that's going to get too close to Stillwater. And he goes to this funeral, and they're like, wow, you haven't aged a bit. And he's also there to kill someone, and his sergeant kind of follows him. He's like, Yeah, because it was something about one of the brothers. Or yeah, something. and yeah, he's, yeah, like, yeah. he's like, I've, I've seen it in other people's eyes. You know, you're now you're a hired hand. He's like, no, you don't understand. He's like, I can't tell you, because if you send them to my address, you know, I can't let you leave. I threatens to kill his wife, and... His, well, his whole family. His daughter. So the guy waits out till well, like his ten, family. Ten years later. His family's fucking dead. Wife dies of like, cancer. He shows da- up. Daughter's killed in war. And he's like, still have an age to fucking day. And that's when he tells them everything that's going on. And that's how this crew got together. And they are now going to act as the defensive force for Stillwater. Yep. Do you guys think that the guy that was killed in issue number one is, is going to stay dead? Yes. yes. Because they took him Because he's outside. an outsider. And they took him. The only reason, the, the only reason, the other kid, because he was born inside Stillwater. No, no, right, no. right, right. No, it's because they took him outside of city limits. Anyone inside city limits. I thought you die. had to be no. A, no, it's I was anyone. catching up on this, and the last because that's why they, his, that's why they saw his burnt corpse. And oh, I thought like, you had okay, to be well, a Stillwater no, person. No, you, know. you should be in it. So okay. that's why they don't want it to be found because if it's found, people. Well, are then everybody will be there. Yeah. Family okay. tree number eleven, the penultimate, the penultimate issue. issue. Yes, um, another, I'm, I'm another very great, sad. Another this. great Lemire book. Um, this Jeff Lemire, Phil Hester. This was fucking yeah, um, amazing. But apparently, the, the boys having trouble deciding what to do, whether to stay and protect the the sister and his wife and kid, or go rescue his mom. And he's talking to his grandfather, and I love I love just how. Gramps is, or Pops is just like eating an apple, la- lounging on a branch, talking yeah. to him. He's like, "You've already made your decision," and it turns out to be a trap. Um, but the mom knows that, yeah. and she tells yeah. him. Yeah. And as that's going on, they start burning the Trees. tree that is her, his sister. His sister, yeah. And that's when it's revealed. It He's didn't like, end with the, with the green. It ended with the, the flames. Fire. Yeah. So, uh, wow. Wow, what a yeah. Yeah. I wow. I can't wait to see I'm, how I'm they hoping, tie this I'm up. hoping number twelve is oversized so they don't rush. Oh, like Gideon Falls. I, I don't even think uh, you know what be, I don't I don't, I don't think, think they rush Gideon not, Falls. Not like that eighty pages. I, like I think like maybe like thirty six, forty pages would be more than suffice to kind of pace the story. Okay, I'm going to do these two quick before you get into that one because I think that'll be a good ender. Yeah, that's uh, I, um, still, I still have two Ahoy books. Okay. So. Um, Black Friday from Scout. Uh, it's sort of a they're in a Walmart type of place. It's sort of a I don't know. It's either creatures from hell or zombie type of thing that come out of hell. Back the uh, one with the store that makes everyone happy. That should be coming back. Everything, everything, everything. Uh, trade. The second volume is going to be just out in a trade. Oh, really? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, so this was, it was written well. Art was not so great. 
and from uh, our one of our favorite new publishers, AWA. I'm going to say the weakest <clears throat> story so far, but I feel uh, like this is going to have a longer term payoff. American Ronin number five, because we're going to get another arc of this or, or another volume, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, I I like the ending of this. Jimmy, you weren't as enthused with the ending of this or it was just mad this this would read good as a trade i think it could be because you know he gets the our our american ronin gets way too inside of the head of the uh was it a succubus yeah yeah and um like he gets too far into it and so we get a little bit of confusion and stuff going on oh there's a whole lot of confusion going on but um you know, I overall I thought this ended pretty. Uh, yeah, he I thought it pretty a, ended a pretty well. Happy yeah. ending, and yeah, he makes his way out of the day, the haze, and he's going to continue his work. Yeah, so uh, definitely, uh, definitely a cool series, and definitely something different. All right, I guess I'll, I'm done. On to Ahoy then. Arg, arg, um, um, penultimate number five. You could read number one and then read number five, and you got the whole gist of the entire story. That's what I did. Um, <laughs> that's what I did. Uh, Issues two, three, and four are meaningless. I'm sure they're a fun read, though. I mean, oh, that's, yeah. It's kind of how Ahoy works. They're just kind of goofy books. But uh, And again, this very well couldn't. This very well might not be the end. We might be getting a number fucking six next month out of the blue, like they did with Billionaire Island. Yeah. So yeah, yeah we weren't expecting that one. Yeah. It was a good ending. I mean, it was kind of a weird ending. The robot takes his place, and they he, swap places. He He's like, "Look, if you robot. think you can do better, then why don't you just do better and leave me the fuck alone, and I'll be your quote unquote robot butler, and I'll just fuck off and do my own thing, so I don't have to be held responsible for saving everyone all the damn time." And, uh, he's like, yep, and then he entraps him. He's like, he's the imposter, and he did all these bad things, and I'm going to hurl him into the sun. Yeah. That was kind of it. It was kind right. of weak. Yeah. Uh, second coming, only begotten some son number two. Um, I had to catch up on this. The first issue was fucking hysterical. It was the... It was the uh, kind of backstory on Sunstar's parents dying on the Dune planet Zircona. And it was such a fucking amazing read. Hilarious. This one uh, was more about Jesus. Um, he's kind of trying to find... His place in this new world. Yeah, he's like, how do I how do I reach the most people? And then he goes off with... Um, who does he go off with? Is it Larry? Somebody. Yeah, some guy, some guy that's friends with Sunstar or whatever. And he's like, oh, we'll just, we'll just go to this big sort of like... Jesus themed amusement park almost and he's like oh great I'll go there and he he is mistaken for cast because there's already there's like people dressed up as Jesus giving you know fake sermons and stuff but he ends up going on a stage and giving a, a very Jesus like sermon and of course security's called because he's spreading positivity rather than sort of corporate uh, corporatization and like uh, capitalism sort of stuff uh, so he makes an escape and uh <coughs> Meanwhile, there's a story about this guy who's super depressed and ready to kill himself, and Jesus ends up running into him on this bridge as he's getting ready to jump, and uh, he sits next to him and is like, "Look, uh, I'm just here. I'm, yeah, I'm just here to sit with you." And he's like, "Okay, well, what if I jump?" He's like, that, "That's up to you, but I'm just here to let you know that you're not going to do it alone." And he, he has he has handcuffs because when he was trying to be apprehended by the security at the uh, I love the, P- the PTSD he had with that, too. Who? Uh, Jesus? Jesus. As he's running away. Oh, yeah. Well, that's because the security shows up and they're dressed up like throwing guards. He's like, oh, no, not again. Then he runs out and they're like, they're crucifying someone. He's like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. But as he's as he's, as he's he's being apprehended, they, they handcuff one of his hands. So he takes the other handcuff and handcuffs the guy that's ready to jump off of the bridge and is like, hey, man, look, if you're going to jump, you got to take me with you. And he's like, well... I, maybe I don't want to jump after all, and he kind of talks him down. It was a really good, um, good moment there. But as they're leaving, all the people that were held up on the bridge because of traffic's being blocked by the authorities, they're like, "Oh, come on! All that for nothing? We don't even get a, a show because of our, our waiting." And he's like, "Look, ignore them. They know not what they do, or if they do know, they're assholes." And they just kind of walk off off the bridge into the sunset together. So 
it was it was a good again. This is the the other issue that dealt with sort of suicidal tendencies, but um, it was it was handled really well. I mean, G- Jesus is kind of written as a a kind of really naive moron at times, um, but at other times, like he he's written well in that his he has he always has good intentions. So um, this was this was like a Jesus focused episode, so or episode uh, issue rather. Uh, it's, it's it's pretty good. Last book. I guess finish off with IDW. Uh, the Last Ronin. Number two. Number two. After delayed and delayed and delayed. I'm going to say this was worth the wait. Okay. Yeah, it absolutely was. Um, <laughs> this is a five-issue mini. I don't care. Yes. <laughs> I, I hope they make it an ongoing. So we'll we'll finish. We'll wrap up this series. In about a year and a half from now. <laughs> I don't care. If they're this good. I did not know I needed this series until it came out. Oh. This, Josh, if we could only go back to Doomsday Clock. <laughs> this is my pick of the week. Um, not only do we find out that Mikey's mutation has strengthened, strengthened him. Almost is that like, why he's the last Ronin? Well, that's why he survived the fall and stuff like that. Okay. We, uh, we, we find, get a, we we find, find out, out our first death. We find out how Raph died. And Splinter. Did they go at the same time? Well, isn't that why Raph ran out? He died on the table. Because he tells the, the chick, you killed my oh, father. Oh, no. It's not confirmed. Okay. But he's he is dying, and he right. goes after Shredder's so, daughter. And as they're falling, he stabs her in the back, and she stabs him through the throat. The throat. Uh, so that's our first turtle death. So I think, I think each one's going to tell a different right. Death and then we there. find out what happened to Mikey afterwards. Yep, he uh, kind of just wandered into the woods and didn't realize that he should have prepared for the cold because yeah. he's cold blooded. But like most reptiles, he just shut down. That he didn't couldn't figure out why he didn't die. Yeah. Um. But then he came back and started studying every kind of martial art. Martial that he art, yep. He's got, he mastered every yeah. kind. And uh, he's telling this all to April. And April's like, then calls for Casey, Casey for breakfast. And he's like, wait, Casey's still alive? And it's no, it's their daughter. Right. And uh, Splinter and Raph, well, Splinter probably, and Raph die on uh, the night that they got engaged. Casey right. and April. So they have a daughter, and the daughter's kind of leading the new underground Our resistance. At the end, and I kind of think the character is that the is that the mech the the, 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 the robot alien. turtle? Yeah, that is that the head she's holding at the end. That's like from outer space. Yes. Yeah, I can't think of his name. Ah, uh, but yes, that's that's who it is. That's who I thought it was because I'm like, okay, she's gonna pull. Oh, and she only has one arm and one one leg. Because I guess there was some kind of explosion there. Her new nickname's Eileen. Ah. Uh-huh. But um, boom, but yeah, excellent series. Like, yeah, pick again, of the week. I, I couldn't tell you. The, I I've read maybe five Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comics in my life before this. I never got into the comics and, much. Oh man, is this fucking phenomenal? But, goddamn, was I into the toy line and the cartoon? And, and oh, absolutely. The video games, the original movies. Yeah. Not, um, not the bullshit that they've been giving us. Right. Although the Ke- the Kevin Smith animated one wasn't bad. No, no, it wasn't. I guess on to Meteor. All righty. So, Anything uh, happen in Meteor this week oh or today? Yesterday? <laughs> I, I have a th- I have a theory. So Kevin Foggy has been on record saying the last three episodes of Wandavision are one hour long. Well, the third to last episode, or the third to last build episode, was only 42 minutes last Friday. I kept telling you guys, I thought this was 10 episodes. I think they're sneaking a 10th episode. So, do you think the 10th episode is like like a Talking Dead thing, like an after show? No, because they've already advertised the making of WandaVision. Right. That was supposed to fill the gap between the end of WandaVision and the start of uh, Winter Soldier Falcon. I think we're going to get a double episode to end. I think we're going to get 9 and 10 right together. I th- uh, More and more, I'm thinking Nightmare is the big bad behind this. Um, if you look at the scene where uh, Evan Peters is dead, when they show him as the dead yeah. Quicksilver, 
he looks a lot like Nightmare. Like from the from from yeah. Wouldn't it make more sense that he's her Agatha's son because the big that, reveal that, of that, Agatha? That's what I'm thinking as well. Yeah. Um, a lot of people have because no- of the post credit scene. A lot of right. people have been yeah. noticing, and I've went back and watched now. So when they're in the real world, the real it's letterbox. But when they're inside, the aspect ratio changes. Well, it goes to TV ratio, which change. But so this one was Modern Family. But which no, I love. This one was The Office. No, no, this was Modern Family. family. Remember, it's family the, the shows. In, the intro was The, was the, the intro Office. Was the office yeah, but the intro no, was The Office. So. Oh, oh this was this family, is this so. was hundred percent yeah. fucking Modern Family. But the, the intro was The Office. Went, My name is Earl. It was a whole bunch. But of I went back in, and I'm like, okay, I'm gonna see this aspect ratio. It changes inside Westview twice so far in the series. When Vision starts questioning her and she goes all powered and starts floating. Letterboxes. And it does the same thing when she's in Agatha's lair, which tells me she's controlling that part of it. And whenever she leaves her guard down, it's reality seeping in. So you mean Agatha's doing the TV show? No, no, no. I no, think I Wanda think is. Wanda's still controlling that part of it because it's whenever her guard goes up, that's when the letterbox returns to Westview. Did you catch the Doctor Strange tie-in with the Darkhold? So in Doctor the, Strange, the, all, all of the ancient books that he is not to touch, there's one missing. It's in Agatha's lair. Which, which leads, is the dark. Which world. again, nightmares already. That, nightmares that's nightmare, conf- but also leads into uh, Ghost Rider but, too. Not yeah. only that, but that's where you're going to get your Doctor Strange multiverse tie-in. But again, Nightmare is now, I guess, confirmed as the big bad in Dark Doctor Strange. So he's going to pop up in this series. I still think Reed Richards is going to pop up. As, they're still. They're all saying even um, dr- even I, um, um, Vision. Uh, uh, God damn it. Uh, the actor's name Paul uh, Bettany Paul Bettany has said yeah there's there's a holy shit fucking Luke and, Skywalker and, moment and there's you know. it's someone that I've never worked with yes and they've gone through like all like I guess he's worked with Patrick Stewart he's worked with Ian McKellen he's worked with Fassbender in the past but he's never worked with Krasinski Krasinski and let's be honest I messaged Dave after I watched it first thing Friday I'm like if John Krasinski doesn't show up, they are the greatest fucking trolls of all time. Absolutely. Doing the office theme ripoff. Yeah, and what I realized isn't the guy that played that played Asian Jim in the office. Yes. Isn't his name Jimmy Woo in this show? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So his name yes. is Jim. Yeah. But he was we also had, Jimmy had, Woo in Ant Man. Yeah. Okay. Well. Yeah. There's that. I guess. But uh, and I. But they had again, the, they had the I, office but intro. But he he played. Yeah. It's. I saw so, somebody had posted, and I forget. They want a show of just Jimmy Woo going around investigating all these strange things. I would watch. Oh, absolutely. Well, if you remember, actually, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. started off like that, like it was supposed to be. They were finding right like mutants Mutants and shit like that. Like that. Like it was going to be an X-Files in the Marvel Universe where they're finding people. What I also loved, and I didn't know this until I seen the video on it. The card trick he does at the beginning when he first meets Monica is is the the card trip from from Ant-Man. I'm like. All these little nods that they are doing throughout the show just make it so much fucking there, better. There's so many Easter eggs hidden in the show. Oh, the show's it, extremely like, well yeah, done. It's yeah. it's fucking it's fucking sick how but good again, it but is. again, I, I think I think John Krasinski shows up. I think this is how they get their powers. Um I really you hope think they think he's the big holy shit. That'd be a big holy shit for me. I know, I, I've seen I've seen a lot of the leaks that were accurate up to the last two episodes. So I don't I don't even want to talk about them in case they're actual leaks. But shut your mouth yeah. then. Yeah, I mean I don't know if they're true or not though. Because if, if then everyone that's making predictions would have seen the leaks. That's why I stay away from like the troll sites and stuff because I want to the troll sites. You know, you know it's amazing cuz I don't get to watch this until Friday night after I close the store. And it's amazing how I can stay away from stuff and still be able to watch oh, it. I watch pleasantly, it Sunday night, so like the, the, the pleasantly they, supply. They're available. Oh, I see Joe's the, already I see in here on Sundays asking. Yeah. Did you see it? And it's like, like I knew, <laughs> I knew Agatha Harkness was a thing before I even watched the episode because it was obvious. It was literally like number one trending on Twitter. It's like, how the fuck would I avoid this? You know? Oh, it, see, it, I mean, or, or not, not be on Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, but like <laughs> I, I watch it. Before. 
if I work on a Friday, I set my alarm an hour early so I can watch Get it up before at five I go to work. I thought about doing that. Because <laughs> I will not avoid spoilers. I am not one to avoid spoilers because, like Josh said. I mean, spoilers don't ruin anything no. for me at all. Like, I mean. Although, the other day when I, uh, it was the episode when uh, Quicksilver showed up. I, I messaged him, did you watch WandaVision yet? Shut the fuck up, I just started it. Oh, well. All righty. Aftershock has announced that the last three issues of Baby Teeth are on their way. Got some bad news, Jimmy. They actually have been listening to the podcast, and they're just trolling you. I'll burn, I'll burn the motherfuckers down. <laughs> it's actually on the previews catalog as the be, cover hey, that they, Baby they, Teeth they will return. Send, they, just, they just send a book out that says, ha ha, Jimmy. <laughs> Um, Todd McFarlane made a few announcements Holy on shit. Friday that at the ex- Pro Comics Seminar or uh, Comics Pro Seminar. And he's uh, expanding the Spawn universe and a certain artist that and creator that we like is getting his own book. Yes. Oh, is he doing it with Jeff Shaw? That's what uh, that's what the rumor is. Yeah. The artist is going to be Jeff Shaw on a Spawn book with, with Donnie, Donnie Cates. Cates. Yep. Motherfucker. Well. How did he word it? He worded it so that it's someone that he's worked a lot with, so it has to be Shaw or Stegman at this point, right? Uh, yeah, but I Mat- think Stegman's got a Marvel exclusive. Matina yeah. did all those uh, covers for him. No, yeah, Matina's Mateen- not going to do fucking it, sequential interiors. art. Yeah. Yeah. No? no, 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 no. I, I, it could be Shaw. Yeah, I, I don't think it's Stegman because he's only well, done one book with Trad Moore. Yeah. He's doing a cover to something that a book that we like that actually it's pretty cool. Um, but uh, yeah, so Donnie Cates on a spawn book. Is he doing the is he doing the she spawn one? No. Or is he doing the gunslinger one? I think he's doing the gunslinger, gunslinger one, I believe. Okay. And then uh, also I, McFarlane, IDW McFarlane also announced Department of Truth. Will be picked a up. picked up as a TV series. I don't know on what. <laughs> I don't know what on on what streaming service. But let's face it, that's probably what the fuck it is. Right. So probably on a Roku near you. So, but uh, that also made that book fucking jump along with Fantastic Four ninety four, which has jumped to two hundred fucking dollars. <laughs> IDW announced that Last Ronin was the most printed IDW book of all time, number two. Really? Huh. Huh. Huh? Yeah, I guess. Well, because number one was allocated. They didn't print enough. Yeah. Orders were higher, and that's why they're into a third printing plus a director's cut. And if they followed through with the orders on two, which would have been probably what the order should have been on one, then maybe, maybe. I would have thought a lock and key would have been. Lock lock and key is kind of niche, though. No, no, the first lock lock and key is an extremely low print run it's like four or six thousand but, but the but it's that, low yeah but by the end of that series they were printing a ton yes yeah yeah uh but that's all i really have for me here okay oh uh justice league oh. is gonna be uh four by three ratio because he wants to show it on imax i shit you not <sighs> i i, I that's it that's all i gotta say he did um i don't remember prince marky d from the fat boys oh yeah i did see that died at 52 yeah Um, really yeah yeah yeah. i thought he would have been older than no 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 hell when they started i think he was only 15 or 16 really they they were all yeah they were all kids yeah they were no 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 fat boys i think they were all kids yeah 
Um, I'm trying to think of there's. Uh, oh, a uh, giant piece of shit. Rush Limbaugh died. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. At Seventy from lung cancer. Listen, he was still a person. Did we talk about the Supremes? Um, yes. Okay. Mary oh, Wilson. other media. I don't know if this is necessarily comic book related, but Daft Punk broke up. Yeah. You guys see yeah, that? Yeah, who cares? Yeah, I'm a big Daft Punk fan. Oh, I really? Mean, they they announced that there's going to be another Tron movie, and I mean, with uh, Tron, the the Daft Punk soundtrack to the last Tron movie was like seventy percent of that movie. Wasn't really impressed by did, the last. Did, Tron did, movie. Do you want do I know how many Daft Punk songs I can name? Two, one, zero. All right. Zero. I mean. I'm sure that many of our listeners like Daft Punk. I mean, they've been around for 30 years almost, so. Wait. The, you're saying the three listeners that we have, that may, <laughs> that most of them would listen to Daft Punk? At least have heard their songs. Oh, I've, I've heard Daft Punk songs. I couldn't Could tell you what the name they are. Like, if it's on the radio. I don't even oh. think I've heard it, so I'm going to go on that record. Yeah, that's our music guy. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, has you listened to any music? In but the, past the best thing I know Daft years, Punk though. for is yes. the gerbils in the the Scion commercials. <laughs> yeah. And that's me. a Kia Soul commercial. Thank oh, you. Oh, sorry. Kia, yeah, Kia Soul. See, and, 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 and honestly, I like the uh, Geico one with fucking uh, the ice cream one with uh, uh, what? Uh, it's the rap group. Oh, uh, 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 oh, see, <laughs> we all caught the fucking motherfucker. <laughs> we all caught Paul's. Who? All yeah. right, let's wrap this fuck yeah. up. I like it. Scoop. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> all right. I am the maestro on this fucking crazy train. I'm the Mad Hatter. Jimmy Kimmel almost live. Uh, I'm uh, Red Raspberry Josh. Be good to each other.